0: You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank.
1: Welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. Today, we're talking about understanding and managing intense emotions. I'm pleased to introduce my guest, Shannon Robinson, a licensed professional, clinical counselor, and certified yoga teacher. Shannon works at the Growerly a mental health therapy practice where she helps her clients make positive changes in their lives by providing them with skills, resources, and support. Welcome to the show, Shannon.
0: Hi, thanks. I am excited to be here, Damon. Thanks for having me on.
1: So great to have you on. And, uh, you know, interesting topic here managing intense emotions you know a lot of people have intense emotions in recovery some more than others a lot of people suffer from this can you dive into here kind of understand the general understanding of intense emotions what what are they and um you know can you kind of maybe differentiate a little bit about the difference between regular emotions and intense emotions
0: yeah great question so I think of intense emotions and how I talk to my clients about intense emotions um, and how they differ from just our everyday emotions are that they can feel kind of all consuming, they can take over, um, not always in a bad way. Uh, people tend to label emotions as good or bad when really emotions just are. Um, we put these labels on them, so when emotions are tense and we feel them really strongly, they can take over, take charge. It's like they're in control or in the driver's seat sometimes, and and sometimes that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if we, an analogy that sometimes is helpful is thinking about uh, a body of water, a lake, and if our emotions are are the water, they just kind of exist there, whether we recognize them feel them or aware of them paying any attention to them intense emotions are like a big wave coming in and taking us away
1: you know shannon I, i hear a lot of people especially in early recovery uh they're just starting the sobriety process and they're saying wow i'm feeling everything and everything Mm. is super and they've never really had that experience before uh because they were able to escape through drugs and alcohol right um you know can so you talked a little bit about the intensity of these you know can you talk a little bit about the feelings that go along with it because a lot of people talk about Mm -hmm. obsessive thinking They talk Mm -hmm. about not being able to take things out or they're feeling like they feel really sad or really happy. They like kind of ping pong back and Mm -hmm. forth. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because Mm -hmm. I think that confuses people a little bit.
0: Yeah, that, that can be really confusing. Um, yeah, our emotions can exist kind of on a spectrum or, um, if you're, If anyone's familiar with the polyvagal theory, which talks about our our autonomic nervous system and the different states that exist, that sometimes is a helpful way of thinking about our emotions, um, where we can experience emotions kind of in this balanced or harmonized state, I guess, like the emotions still exist. We might feel anxious or sad or angry, uh, but the emotion isn't taking over. So I think when, when people are now feeling emotions really strongly and intensely, that can look like these different states where kind of out of this window of tolerance, where the emotions like anger or anxiety or sadness are on this extreme end where we're feeling them so strongly and that can feel really overwhelming. We might not know what to do with that, especially if we've had coping strategies in the past that we've used to try to get rid of or numb those emotions. And then the opposite extreme of that is where, okay, we've just kind of boxed all those up and nope, let's shove them away because they're too intense. They're too strong. I don't know what to do with them.
1: You know, there's, I think there's a (laughs) misunderstanding too about people who have intense emotions some of the people that I know, you know, I think people think about people who act out a lot, maybe people who are mad mm-hmm. and scream. They're always in conflict with people. And obviously, that's there if you're having intense. intensive. There are people like that, yeah. right? But yeah. not always, right? Like some people are like mm-hmm. silent about it, like it's going on yes. within them. And you'd never really even know that that's actually going on. How do you start to identify, mm-hmm. Shannon? That maybe the emotions that you're having aren't quote healthy necessarily. They're they've gone over the 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 mark, if you will. We talked about being on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. They've gone to a plate where it's just like, you know what, these are destructive. Because obviously somebody cuts mm-hmm. you off in traffic, you're upset. You, you know, you 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 have a fight with somebody, you're you're upset or you're disappointed. But where is that line where it becomes? you know what, this just isn't helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I think comes up a lot, right? I'm feeling these emotions really strongly and I'm acting in this way or reacting to something. So I think a, a couple of things, um, separating that our emotions are, are one piece of our experience, our thoughts are another piece of our experience, our actions, our urges are, are another piece. And, and then there's some sort of event that initially happened that you know, activates all of these thoughts and emotions and actions. And when, when we can start to understand that I can feel an emotion, and I can feel it really strongly and intensely and that emotion might drive what I want to do, I can, Mm. I can still act in a different way, even when it doesn't feel like that. And sometimes we do just have reactions that happen that are instinctual or impulsive, um, And so if we can start to open up our awareness and bring some mindfulness in, start observing, paying attention to what we're feeling and how those emotions are showing up in our body, um, in our thoughts, and then how those might drive or guide or influence our behaviors, we can Mm -hmm. start to... Feel a greater sense of agency, empowerment, start to make informed choices about how we want to act, even when we have a really strong emotion that is wants to push us to do something.
1: You know, it's interesting. I was yeah. thinking back to uh, an experience I had in early recovery mm. where, you know, there's a big thing in 12-step groups where they say feelings aren't facts, right? Feelings aren't necessarily facts, mm. Where I really realized that the thing that I was disappointed or mad about this feeling I having wasn't really true. And you know, the question that I had to ask myself is what's really going on here? You know, and I, I actually attended a, a 12-step meeting. That was a topic every week. It was a men's group meeting. What's really going on? It was like, well, I'm upset because this is happening at work. But what's really going on? Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. Or I didn't, I didn't yeah. feel I met this. It's really nothing to be what's going on. And, you know, what was really freeing to me is when I started to be able to kind of step back a little bit and say to myself, it's mm-hmm. just like, you know what? I'm feeling all these in feelings. They're intense, especially in early sobriety. It's sure. like you know I'm feeling these, but is is this really what's going on, or is this linked to something else that really isn't based in reality? And am I going to make decisions like you were saying in 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 the mm-hmm. here and now based on feelings that aren't necessarily true?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that have I, well, it happens for everyone, and and it can feel it, it can be really frustrating right when our emotions feel like they are in charge and they're taking over and and we don't have any control or choice in in what's happening
1: yeah it is definitely a human condition i think everybody goes yeah. through it not just people in recovery what what would be your tip for people who feel that they're trapped a lot that they're you know we we had a, a, a previous episode we were talking about mindfulness being in the here and now we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about that isn't that a sign yeah. that maybe things aren't going well if you're not able to really be in the here and now a lot right that you're just so overcome by emotions how do you start to kind of to dial back these emotions a little bit to be able to get mm-hmm. some sort of um agency, as you were saying, into your own life Mm -hmm. to be able to start making better decisions. And and, and they're not based necessarily on these overwhelming emotions.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a process for sure. And I think mindfulness really is kind of this core uh, tool, strategy, while also something that already exists within all of us and we don't always know how to use it i think but but starting with taking those pauses and checking in with okay what is happening right now right what what am i feeling and and also validating whatever it is that we're feeling even if that emotion doesn't match with what is happening in the moment because maybe that emotion is coming from some past experience or worries about future things. Mindfulness is, is really a way for us to, to pay attention to what's happening in the present moment without judging it, which I think is a really important piece because we can get really stuck with that, oh, I'm feeling angry, but I shouldn't feel angry because fill in the blank. And that those judgments, even though like they're just going to come up because we're human, aren't helpful in the moment. And so that is a really important piece of mindfulness, observing just whatever is happening in the moment so that we can start to gather more information about what is our experience? How is this emotion showing up for me? Where do I feel it in my body? What thoughts are connected to these emotions? And then yeah, how is that driving me or pushing me to act in some way that, you know, maybe is is out of out of alignment with my values or you know is, is pushing me to some sort of coping strategies that, that aren't really helpful or effective.
1: You know, it's it is really shocking when you sit back and look at it about how so much emotions are tied to these past experiences and yeah. really when you it's it's almost like it's almost laughable sometimes where i know i've been in the situation i know a lot of people are too where mm-hmm. i'll be upset about something or have a particular feeling about something and it can be very very strong and then it, with further analysis of myself asking these questions <laughs> that you're talking about it's, it's laughable that what's going on in the present really has nothing to do. This is just something way from the past that I have drug in and reframed to try to wrap it around, mm-hmm. to try to explain the current situation, maybe because I don't feel comfortable with the emotions of the current situation, or they're unexplained. Yeah. How, how much is that, like, um, with, with emotional deregulation, I, 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 is that is that rewrapping of these emotions around these th- things that are going on in the moment that has really nothing to do with these past events?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think that happens a lot, right? Yeah, I'm angry at my husband because he, you know, didn't load the dishwasher, and maybe that's irritating and there's probably right something else that's really kind of bringing up that that anger that isn't actually about what what's happening in the moment and often what what's difficult i think for people is to do that reflection and that analysis in the moment of recognizing okay i'm feeling some emotion i'm you know, having some reaction, and it's not actually about this. And so sometimes that work happens, I think, outside of when those intense emotions are coming up, that in the moment, what is often more helpful for people is, is is just recognizing labeling, okay, I am, I am having an intense emotion right now. Mm -hmm. And using strategies to help settle our nervous system or our state in that moment so that we are able to respond or we can yeah. identify that we do have options and we can make choices and then later come back and do more of that reflecting and and analyzing whether that's on our own or mm-hmm. with some other support therapy
1: yeah, you know what's yeah. interesting is I've seen through, especially the recovery process, a lot of people will come in with very intense emotions, and maybe even people who act out a lot. And, you know, through the process, especially doing personal inventories with the 12-step group and getting more mm-hmm. in touch with actually what's going on with them, will quickly mm-hmm. move out of that, more what I call a slamming the car into neutral, which is not which is not a bad thing, right? They're not in reverse yeah drive, yeah. they're just... They're just kind of there and seeing what happens, right? Which is not a bad, which is not a bad thing, you know. Um, but when is it? W- when does it? When is it beyond that? Because there are some people, obviously, who can just they're, they're trapped; they could never get out. Quote, uh, like almost you know, a personality disorder. W- w- when does it? When does it move into that area? H- how do you differentiate where it's more of a mindfulness and the way I look at things and a past experience thing? As something that's maybe more of a serious mental health issue, like a personality disorder or something like that.
0: Sure. Yeah, I th- I think that can that can take some time to to identify and and figure out like yeah where what's the root where where is this coming from? Um, I think when when people are, have some sort of support, whether that's therapy or 12 step, or or they're doing some sort of recovery and, and they have some strategies and they're using them pretty consistently and they have an understanding of, of how to use some of those strategies. And they're still finding like, okay, these aren't working or I can't, I just can't access those tools when I need them that's that's maybe a sign that okay maybe there's something else going on here you know maybe there is a a a diagnosable mental health condition anxiety depression um a trauma disorder neural um uh a neurobiological disorder you know adhd autism personality disorders um you know and they all show up so differently for everyone that it's not always clear right away. Like, is this just, I didn't have these tools. I didn't learn them growing up. And once I have them and I can use them, okay, things are kind of okay. Or I can find some, some stability versus, okay, I have these tools. I'm using them. Still not working. I I need something else. And, and whether that is it, right?
1: Like yeah. if you're using, yeah. if you're, if, if you have the tools and they're not working, then obviously, and, you know, we say the same thing with people that are in recovery, they come in, they're doing everything. So, you know, and there, there are people who have just, you know, what I call, it's like addiction is one of their issues, but it's not their, ma- it's not, it's not all the issues, right? Like a uh, mm-hmm. 12 work groups. I, I personally feel work great. Uh, but if you're a manic depressive, you know, and I've, I've known people who are like that, uh, They've had a hard time, uh, you know, in because it didn't really, the root cause of what was going on with them was never treated. Sobriety was one part of that, right? You know, Shannon, if somebody is listening to this and they have really suffered from intense emotions all their life and they've never, you know, maybe they're just starting the path here. They're like, hey, man, I I listen to what, you know, Shannon's saying and, you know, I'm going to start using these tools and stuff but they feel a little helpless about it. They're like, you know what? I've always had intense emotions. I'm just kind of built like this. Is there any way out for me? What, what would you tell people that that are in this position?
0: I think first I would tell people you're not alone. That I think a, a lot of people have experienced intense emotions for maybe most of their life. And and I think there can be a lot of shame that that comes with that of like you know you shouldn't feel emotions in this way or you know don't be so emotional you're too sensitive, um, and so I want to just validate that that that's really tough, and I think with with the supports that work for you. you can find a way to to maybe change your relationship with those emotions, not necessarily getting rid of or not feeling the emotions intensely because we are going to feel emotions intensely at times because we're human. And learning, understanding what are emotions, what's their function, how do I find strategies that actually work for me and find those supports that, that are actually supportive to me, right? There's so many options out there that it can feel really overwhelming to even figure out like, where do I start with this? Exactly.
1: So, you know what, I think what's yeah. interesting, what, what I've noticed on my journey is that sometimes it's a bunch of different things You know, um, one of the things that I love about 12 step, uh, you know, uh, groups is that, you know, there, there's an overwhelming, you know, kind of sense when, when you come in that it's not all about me. Right. But with having that framework for, you know, you know, three decades of that, what I found through therapy is some of the stuff was about me,
0: right. It was, (laughs) it was, it
1: was about me. Right. And so by, 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 by being stuck in one thing, you know, or therapy constant introspection Mm -hmm. on yourself. Isn't always that great. Always either. I found right. Like, so really having that balance, yoga, mindfulness, all that kind of stuff um, really is, is really where it's at. You might have to try a couple of different things in order to find that Mm -hmm. right balance, right? You might not come right out of the gate and find one modality. That's going to work a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think a combination of multiple strategies, tools, supports, resources are really what, what help people be able to work through the things that they're struggling with. And having that, that commitment to, okay, I'm going to try something. I don't know. If it's going to be helpful, but I'm going to try it. And, and that, that's a place to start. You know, kind of thinking yeah, of it as open. an experiment.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, being open. Being open to yep. be able to learn new things. Shannon Robinson, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're going to put links yep. on how to uh, contact Shannon uh, and, and her practice in the show notes. Thanks so much for coming
0: on and sharing all of your experience with us. Yeah, thank you so much, Damon. Appreciate it.
1: Sometimes addiction recovery can be a lonely battle, but you don't have to fight it alone. At Recovered Life, we're dedicated to helping you live your best recovered life. And that's why we're inviting you to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Every week, we carefully curate exclusive content from leading minds in addiction recovery, mental health, and all things important to the recovery lifestyle. Stay in the know with the latest news about addiction and get exclusive invitations to special recovery focused events and explore insights tailored to support recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, codependency, disordered eating, dysfunctional family dynamics, gambling, and so much more. With our newsletter, each week becomes an opportunity for growth, healing, and taking a step closer to the life you deserve. Take your first step towards a brighter future today. Go to recoveredlife.us and subscribe for free. Sign up now at recoveredlife.us.